hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Intellectuals, where Nikki and I talk to our favorite people and where we make make something out of nothing. That's, That's what right. this is, right, Nick? We make something I, out of nothing. Right. I am I am one of your co-hosts, Tony, and with and me I, always is... Nicholas. Are you going by Nicholas this week? This week is Nicholas. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good. So uh, that's good. So this week we have, I think is an amazing show. We have someone that um, I think is, I think is a university, universally beloved person. Absolutely. That if, if you know this, I mean, he's not, univer- okay. He's not like, uh, he's not like Obama or he's not like, you know, he's not that kind of universally. If you know <laughs> our, our guests, our, our, our guest today, and you do know him because it showed up in the pod, his, his name is Ricky Lee. If you know Ricky Lee, like if you saw his name, you love Ricky Lee. Because I think pretty much everybody loves Ricky Lee. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Uh, which I think is part of the reason why he is such a, such a successful person, lovable guy. Um I've known Ricky from from like a company before the company where we worked at Nick, and we're gonna get to that's that. That's right. In a that's right. So, uh, so I've known him for a very long time. I knew him when he was just a young pup. Now he's like a now he's like a dad. He's like yeah, a I know. Married, he's like a, he's like an old married guy, just like <laughs> us. Very responsible. Which is which is kind of sad, but but still cool. Um, so you're gonna hear a lot more about him. Please welcome to the show the great Ricky Lee. Yes. Hey, hey, Ricky. Any anything I missed there about you? Anything I, uh, uh, yeah. I got wrong? I think I know. I so I've known you like half my adult life. Oh, no. <laughs> that's right. So that's yeah, right. so I think it's we met in like 1999 or 98. 1999. Yep, something yeah. around that. Right. We yeah. used to work for a uh, a magazine, a famous magazine publisher. Oh, that's where that's where Ricky and I met. This is yeah. pre how I know yes. you guys. So I want to hear all exactly. about exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ricky, is it safe to say that as, as successful as you are, everything that you are, you owe to me? <laughs> I think so. I think some of the nepotism that you hooked me up with, with job, the jobs after, the subsequent jobs, yeah, definitely. Right, because it wasn't just one job after. It was, it was two. several jobs. How many jobs have I hooked you up with, Ricky? Two. In your career? Wow. Incorrect. Incorrect. The answer is three. Well, the first one, the first one I actually... I remember. Oh, yeah, so Ricky, Ricky came in as an intern for that magazine publisher that we worked at, and he worked kind of in our team. But I remember being an advocate for him. I interviewed him, and I was like, "This kid's great. He's going places. He was great. Uh, he was oh. a sharp dresser." I remember at the time. Yeah. And then I could sure sure share. I could share some stories behind that, actually. Yeah, yeah please let's, go. Go. let's go. I actually, I think um, Yoon didn't want to hire me at first. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, the way I got the job, the internship was um, I went to, you know, I went to, you know, I went to City College. I didn't, you know, it's a no name. You know, it was like, you know, it's not like NYU, you know. So my right. my, my my buddy, Will, he, um, at the time, I couldn't get an internship for shit. Like, you know, nobody wanted to hire me because I went to like, you know, Baruch, you know, nobody, nobody heard of Baruch except for like, unless you're an accountant. And um so my buddy was like, hey, why don't you come to the NYU Job Center and like, you know, look up some listings. And like, you know, I saw a listing um, kind of fit my skill set, you know, being a Mac, like, you know, doing a Mac support internship. And like you and at the interview was like, you know, how'd you find this listing? Because I wanted to submit it to NYU. Oh, wow. He was an oh, elitist. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was, a, he was, a, he was a, little, a snob. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well. Not when it came to Puerto Rican women. I don't know. Well, I, I can't say anything about that, but I can say that I remember interviewing you during that intern. I was like, and I remember, I don't, you know, to be honest, my memory is not, not that great, but I do remember being excited about talking to you. Wait a minute. And like, I, I'm sorry. We were buddies. Uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Nikki. No, no, no. Please interrupt away. What were go you, ahead. I miss, I, I think I'm a little slow. So I, I did miss something. Were you the one interviewing who only submitted the thing to NYU and you said you were an elitist? Is that you? No, 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 no. He said Yoon. Oh, or, I'm or not an elitist. All right. I'm not an elitist. I got I to I I pay closer attention. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that was an easy, easy mistake to make. And, and a lot of listeners, a lot of our four listeners were probably confused <laughs> as you were, Nick. All right. So I fell um, on a sword for the team. Go ahead. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you for, for testing that. 
Um, okay, so you came in. I mean, I, you know, we we got along immediately. You were such a just a great like great energy, just like this goofy kid, very very smart, like a great, always been a great IT person, like great troubleshooter. You know, just like can totally. I can relate to you, the way that you tackle problems, Ricky. I, I feel like we're kindred spirits in, the, in that way, in the sense that, and Nikki, you too, right? If there's a problem with like your computer, you will fucking figure it out. And you have like infinite patience to figure it out. You will go to, you will fucking try everything. You will read every single board, every single thing. No problem spending infinite amounts of time yes. fixing a tech problem. Ricky, would you say that describes you? Yeah, I'm actually really good at getting people to reboot their computers. Right, of course. Well, yeah. Which, of course, well, fixes most problems. Well, you didn't know yeah. that as an intern. As an intern, yeah. you were like, oh, did you try this patch? Du, 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 du. You know, I had been around for like six months before you. So I was like, Ricky, ask him to reboot the computer. <laughs> it's so offensive to the young, idealistic mind. Like, no, I got to figure out the problem. It's an actual problem. No. Right. No, there's no, no, no problem. You just got to reboot no. the computer. <laughs> These kids today, they don't even know. Sometimes you still, you, sometimes you have to reboot your iPhone. Like it happened to me not that long ago. I, I was literally like, this is fucked up. Like I, I pulled down on like my menu bar and like I was trying to search for an app and like the search wasn't working. Has this happened to you? Nick, this happened to you because I remember you showing me this. It was like a bug and I was like, restart your phone. What? Yeah. Who does that? Nobody starts phones, but sometimes you got to do it. All right, back to Ricky. So, Ricky, you started your job. What was your impressions of, of working at that job? And then and then just t tell us about your journey to, to where you are today. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, it was like um, it was like my first, uh, I guess, real job. Um, I worked in retail before that. You know, I was working at a cashier at Eddie Bauer, I think. Mm. And then I was working at Paragon. Paragon Sports. Oh, that's that's weird. A Paragon link. A Paragon that's weird. Link. We had a, we had two two guests ago. We had somebody that worked at Paragon Sports in like the late eighties. Uh, who's late that? Late eighties. Was it Dennis? This guy Matt Hernandez. He's friends with Johnny. Johnny oh, okay. Amen. Um, I don't know if you guys would have met. He, I, he I, met him at the, the... I, I met him at the bachelor party. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, uh, that's interesting. Great, weird Venn diagram. That's right. There. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so back to, uh, so back to. Uh, this is your first real job. Yeah, and it was my first real job. Like you know, it was the first time I had. Actually, um, actually, I had a job. I had an internship the week before, and I I, I quit it immediately. Actually, so I was working. What was that? What was that? What was that job? I was at um. So I was I was doing um. So I was doing like IT support and working on the company's intranet. Uh, this mm. law firm, uh, Hunted and Williams. Oh God, God. And like, I had to wear a suit. I wasn't getting paid. I had to wear a suit. Um, three days. Were get paid at all? You weren't get paid like figuratively. I wasn't getting paid. It was an unpaid wow. internship. And, like, you, know, you know, and like, yeah, it's crazy now. Now, 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 I know kids are making like a hundred k a year as an intern. You know, is that true? Yeah, like yeah, Google, Google, and Etsy, and. Like, into my current employer, perhaps. I think it interns pretty well. Yeah. It's a different world. Yeah. Um, okay, so so wow. you started your job and then you still lived in Queens at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Because yeah, now yeah. you're a fancy now you're a fancy Manhattanite, right? Obviously. I am. But for many, many years, I mean you grew up in Queens. What was your what was your childhood like? Where did you grow up and, and tell tell us about that? So yeah, it was like, you know, I grew up so you know, I'm pretty old, so you know. And like, you know, I grew up in Queens the part of Queens at Elmhurst where, um, you know, what he shot coming to America. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nice. So I was in, so when they were filming coming to America, it was, I was actually there when they were filming it. And like, um, I was, that's like, cool. I, was, I may have been in third grade when I was like, when, when they were filming that and like, or I can't, I have, I have to look at the dates, but I remember going to the, like hanging out outside the filming of uh, at the McDowell's, which was a Wendy's. Um, oh, it was the Wendy's on Queens Boulevard, and um, you know, we we only saw like Louis Anderson. We didn't really see like you know, right Eddie Murphy or or Cineo Hall. I and recently like, saw that. I recently saw that, and I I was I was struck by the set design of McDowell's and how they had a big giant Soul Glow billboard in the background. Like it was legit. It wasn't like yeah, this didn't do computer graphics. Yeah, back you know, then it was no then. CG. There wasn't no, 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 no. Was CG. They so actually, they, they like, must built, have had a giant Soul Glow billboard right on Queens Boulevard. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, they, they had the big M. They changed the, the Wendy's to a big right. M. That's right. And um, yeah, that was really cool. Right. And like, you know, 
and like I, I think I, I tried to get a um, a stand-in role where you like just walking back and forth between, behind the, the the you know the, the McDowell's while like Eddie Murphy's filming inside, basically like looking at like you're a customer, like a like a queen's pedestrian. An extra, basically. I believe that's yeah. called an extra in the yeah, business. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they got the they got the golden arches. We got the golden arcs. Yeah. And um, like yeah. It was really cool. Like, you know, they filmed that and then like, it was sad because it was like, maybe like, maybe like four or five years ago, they, t- they finally tore down that Wendy's and they built oh. a condo over it. Yeah, it was pretty oh, sad. Oh, tragic. Wait, why was it sad? Are you a big Wendy's fan or something? No, it was just like something, you know, that was part of my childhood, you know. It's memories, and actually, Tony. Had, and like, I, I actually had like, um, I've had like, at least like, maybe three or four friends that actually worked at that Wendy's too. Hmm. So that's another thing. When I think about you, just to take a quick little detour here, when I think about you, I think of, you know, the great Ricky Lee, IT, lovable, lovable man. But I also think you're like the biggest food snob that I know. Speaking of snobs. But in a in a really? refined way. Like, yeah, no, like you'll have like a, you'll have like an ironic spam dish, you know, but it's, you know, thumbing his nose at it in a way. I so Ricky, talk fun. about that. <laughs> right, right, but you know what I mean, I, right? Like, it, like you know, it, are you I, I, are you I a snob? It. Are you a food snob? You know, what? I it's, it, I partially blame um, Dana Cohen and uh, Mario Batali and uh, what's her name? Um, um, who was the, the lady in finance at, at Food and Wine? <sighs> lady in remember. finance. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. So, it, so it, they it, would they would they used to invite me, the lone intern, to go on these. Lunch, lunch things with like Mary Batali. Damn. Really? Yeah. yeah so, so we like, worked at Food and Wine, Nikki, Nikki. That was one of the magazines. Yeah, pre uh, pre Condé Nast acquisition. So wow. So, so what were you so doing like, there? You were a tech so, intern. Yeah. yeah we, so, we, they had they had computers like everybody else, and we worked so the network. Like, yeah. They had a Novell so, network. They had internet so I know problems. Novell network. <laughs> yeah. They had they had a Mac. They had Macs and they had PCs. Yeah. And they had a um, Windows. So yeah. And, was, and, yeah. So like I I, I pick I say I would like compare the IT guy to be like the UPS guy. Everyone ha- is happy to see the IT guy for some reason, you know. Sure. And like of course. You know, I I would always fix Dana Cohen, who was a, the, the publisher's computer. Like her, wow. bae, there's always something That's wrong with, cool. with her. There was always something wrong with her Sony Veo. Her <laughs> Sony Veo. She had this like tiny portable Sony Veo that was like you know I forgot how small they were, but it was it was like I guess it was comparable to like the. Uh, the 11-inch MacBook Air, but a little bit yeah, smaller, maybe. Tiny, yeah. And she was always having issues, and like you know, somehow I ended up getting invited to these lunches, fancy lunches at like you know Babo and Poe, and just and, in case the laptop broke down. Uh, yeah, you know, just in general, they just didn't... <laughs> yeah. You can eat so with that, us, so... but if the laptop so that's when you stop beca- eating, and that's when actually, you became a snob, Ricky. That's your genesis snob. I think so that's what's kicked it off, and also like I was invited to, and I was friends with uh, Grace Parisi, and I was bringing up you know, all these people that I haven't talked to talked back to in a long time. But like, she was like the head of the test kitchen. Wow! And she would invite me to the test kitchen to sample things. Oh, that's really that cool. sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. And then like, yeah. um, you know, just, this is all be from like building relationships from fixing computers. Oh, and like, uh, I, I don't know if you remember this guy Rick. He was the head of sales. He actually owns a sake shop, like literally like three blocks away from me. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I do remember that. Um, her name was Nancy Novograd. She was the publisher. No, she was the editor in chief of Travel and Leisure. Yeah, she was this very, very like um, I would say refined woman. She was like, oh, yes, you know, she was very worldly, and she and she, you know, she would write the the introduction to every month's you know travel and leisure. You know, this month Bob and I did a cruise, and let me tell you, if you haven't been cruising lately in the Mediterranean, well, you should try. You know that style. And she had a problem with her computer at home. So one day, one day she was like, hey, Tony, I, I know this is unusual, but would you mind coming to my home and fixing my personal computer? I will compensate you for this. And I was like, sure, Nancy. And I remember I went after work to this fancy ass fucking apartment somewhere. Like, did you, I had did you never... bring me with me? Well, no. So what happened was I went there once. I went there maybe twice. And then 
I I was like so rich apparently that I was like, Ricky, I'm gonna give you this fucking sweet hookup. I'm gonna give you Nancy Novograd needs help with her home computer, and her husband's laptop is a fucking hot mess. This is yours, buddy. And you were like, great. So you went to her place also on your own. We didn't go together. I don't work. I don't roll. I, I, I gotta hear this. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then like it somehow like spiraled into like this thing where I was going to like other people's homes too. Really? So, uh, um, B. Smith, who just passed away recently, I was going yeah, to her B. home. Smith. Yeah, B. Smith was, um, she was working with Food and Wine. She was uh, producing right. her own, like, magazine, like Martha Stewart's whatever magazine. And uh, That's right. Her, her and her husband lived in Hell's Kitchen, and they would invite me over and, like, you know, buy me food and, like, help me th- I'll fix their, like, you know, laptops full of viruses. You, you've, you've really, yeah, that, and that was the thing. It was always just fucking malware. That's what, that's what it was. Um, that's incredible that you turned this IT thing into like a way to get free food, Ricky. You and really... fa- semi-famous oh, people. Man. So what's, okay. So, so fast forward this. So you got this side hustle going on where you're fixing, you know, restaurant foodie people's computers. And then what happened? Um, I think, you know, I think what happened was like, I think with everything, I think, um, um, switch jobs and started making more money and you know, gradually became, you know, be able to no longer eating a doll 25 falafels. And, that's and, right. That's right. You know, You're an adult now. An adult, now we're in it, the adult adulting? section adulting. of your life. What yeah. was the first, when was your first, this could be a recurring question. I love this question. What do you think? I haven't even asked it yet. Maybe it's a terrible question. When do you think was that moment when you realized you were an adult and you can, you don't have to eat the dollar 25 falafels. Do you remember? Or what's your earliest memory of that? Uh, Something extravagant you ate or that you bought. That's a very difficult question to answer. It's very difficult. It's it's been so long ago, you know. Um, But you used to be a fancy... So before you got into foods, I remember, you were like a fancy boy dresser. You used to wear like Banana Republic clothes and used to wear like a jacket. Do you remember that? I'm not making that up, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was like my college phase. Yeah. (laughs) And that, that actually, that's another thing about you that I know that you're, you spend a lot of money on food and that you probably, well, I don't know about now because now you're an old married dude, but like, and dad, but like you spent, you spent more money than normal on like trendy clothes for a while. Would that, would that be, so maybe that's it. Maybe that's how you spent your adult. What was, Uh, what was the brands that you were into? What was like the things that you were into? Like this weird, like street culture, weird shit that you never heard of. Oh yeah. Like, you know, I think like, um. In the early 2000s, I was like buying like, so I, I was, I worked at a skate shop. I worked at PSNY. Um, uh-huh. And that was like after Paragon. I was working at Pro Sports. And Pro Sports was like, you know, basically like, um, if you didn't go to Supreme, you went to Pro Sports. Everyone, Got Supreme it. is still around and everyone knows Supreme. Mm-hmm. And I worked at Pro Sports. And people would basically, if they quit their job at Supreme, they worked at Pro Sports. If they quit their job at Pro Sports, Got they worked at Supreme. And there was a lot. It was of a duopoly of hipster assholes. In yeah, the 2000s. yeah, yeah. So I was working there, you know. So that's where I got, like, I got hooked up with a lot of free, free streetwear, you know. Back then, what you is know, fine stuff? So, so streetwear? Like, you mean like like, like coats and, and like you know, like you know, um, like like a lot of uh, a lot of like workwear inspired clothing, like you know, um, yeah, Carhartt and like. Supreme. <laughs> that was a look back then. You kind of looked yeah. like a construction worker. Kind yeah. of amazing. And you know what happened was like when I first worked, when I first started working at at, at um at uh, interning at um, at, um food and wine um Amex Pub, I was dressing more preppy because that's what was well, yes. that was like work clothes. So you know mm. I had money. I had to buy like I had to, I think my oh my friend Jeanette she worked at Banana Republic side. So she hooked me up at her for forty or sixty percent discount. Right. Right, because so, you were very what, yeah, you were a fancy dresser. I remember like coming in and and here's the intern wearing like a wearing like a blazer and yeah. like khakis. I'm like, what the fuck? What's this kid and, doing? Why are you so fancy? And then like um, I <laughs> eventually as I got too a little too comfortable working there, <laughs> started wearing t-shirts and jeans <laughs> to work. <laughs> Slowly, right. gradually, gradually wearing t-shirts and jeans. Yeah, we met we met lots of crazy characters there, and then we went to we went. Like at the dot com boom, because that's how old we are. We went, we followed that that snob guy to another company. 
Yeah, and this I, company was like was like you were you were there for a while, right, Ricky? Like you were there uh, before. Like, no, I was there actually, like for like pro. nine months. I think I was there for about a year and change. Like, so you I was know, there for barely. nine months, and I think and I, and I think I was coming in at the end of that place. Um, because I remember it was really depressing. Um, yeah, yeah it I, was it was on its way down. It happened it was literally on the way at, down. At, at at the end of I, the dot. I think literally, like I got I got there. I think um, I think you were trying to get me to get get me a job there for a while, and Yoon was hesitant until like Yoon was it was Yoon's like last week there. Right. Mm. So when you got when I got there my first day at work, I see Yoon. I say, hey, he's like, oh, by the way, it's my last day. Damn. 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 Um, yeah. You know what's crazy, Nikki? This is gonna blow your mind, but this is another weird Venn diagram. You know who else worked at that company that I got a job there at this place? No. Jay Sims. No, really? <laughs> yes. So Ricky knows Jay Sims. Completely yeah. different worlds. This is a college friend. Yeah. Oh, no, that's would, a crazy Venn diagram. But you, but I, you knew, no. but you knew Jay from Amex, Amex. also. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got Jay, I got a job there. I got Jay a job there too. Wait. Oh, Tony, are you working? Have you been working behind the scenes to make all of your friends wildly successful for all these years? And I never knew. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> that's great right and now we i mean y you actually i didn't know i didn't meet until until you know until later until we started working at the little company there but but you know right. we all have we all have a little bit of change coming our way which is kind of cool let's not talk too much about that we don't want to jinx it right but but right. yeah i yeah. mean yeah so so we started working at this other company all three of us worked at this other company for decades. I mean, I was there 12-ish years. Nick, you were there for fucking 16, 17 years. 19, stupid. 19. Damn. Almost 20. Years. Almost 20. Ricky, how long were you there for? Uh, 15. 15 years. That I mean, that's incredible. 15 years. Fuck. Oh, my God. It was like, it was a, it was a real struggle trying to find another job. Yeah. And, I like, um, people looked at your resume like, you were here for 15 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I had to... Uh, I had the same problem. I had to work really, really hard to get a job just because I only had one thing on my resume. Being in the West Coast, it's so funny because I moved out here. Obviously, I live I live in California now to those listeners that don't know that. And I would be interviewing people to come to work at the company that I worked at. And I would see their resumes. And the first few resumes that I saw when I was doing this, this interview process, I would see people like jumping jobs every like three years. And I remember, I remember this conversation so vividly. I remember talking to this guy that I was, I was like, I don't know about that guy. Did you see his resume? He was like, what? What's wrong with his resume? I was like, well, did you see how he just like jumped around every couple of years to a new job? He was like, yeah. I was like, isn't that shifty? He was like, no, you fucking idiot. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. You switch jobs every two to three years. That's what people do. Why? You don't do that? I was like. No, I've been at, I was at my old company for a while, but I, I literally didn't know that. And it's just so abnormal to be, I wonder what the tenure is of that company now, you know, uh, like, what do yeah. you think? What do you think? What do you think? Um, it's just, it's just weird to think. Uh, Nick, Nick was just stepped away for a minute to get a beverage, but Nick, what do you think the tenure is of a new person working at the company where we all worked at? You know, somebody that was hired in the a, last- A new person? I mean, yeah, like four to five years. Yeah, like yeah, four to five years. You think that's normal? Really? Wow, that's still pretty long. That's still good. Where I, mean, I live uh, in the Bay the, Area, the nobody works longer than two to three years in any job. It's just like unheard of. You're just like a. Dinosaur. I think it's longer on East Coast. I think it's longer on East Coast. I think it yeah, depends. I think like right. you know, if the company has a chance to be acquired and there's a lot of equity, you know, those mm -hmm. golden handcuffs are right there. You know, if they're, or IPO, you know. Yeah. But even here, stay. like even here, like somebody like uh, you know, if you were to, if you work at Google, for example, you you know, you, again, you're there two three years, and then you go work at a hot startup because now you're yep. hot shit. You know how yeah, they yeah, you know yeah. how they do mm -hmm. it. So even though there's a huge upside for staying there, people just leave because there's just more opportunities elsewhere, yep. and that's just yep. the way it is. But I've seen also like um, I worked with some guy at um, my previous job, and he was what you call a, uh, a basically. Um, He's basically like he's jumped around at big companies, but he'll just stay there until he get fired. He's oh. basically retired. Uh, I yeah, the term That's what so the term is called. But he was an older guy. He came from LinkedIn. He was at Microsoft. He was at Adobe. 
he's like, you know, interviews, he interviewed amazing. He's one of those guys. Came in, never committed one line of code to Git or anything. And just like looked at Facebook all day and just basically moved two terminal windows. But, you know, he, I forgot what the term is called. Wow. I think, is, it, is it rest invest or something? Or I th- I know. Sounds like a fucking wow. scammer is what the term is. That yeah. sounds that's like incredible. a scammer, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so 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 Ricky, that's that's amazing. I mean, hopefully we will get there someday. I hope yeah, to be that person someday. Um, but we still have to work hard. Um, and you, you're, you're, so you made a, a leap from just like a being a regular IT kind of you know jack of all jack of all jack of all trades to a security expert, and now you're yes. kind of in this really fucking hot field, like. I can't think of a hotter field in technology than security. Than like, than secu- like, and it's it's just almost like you you play your cards right. You are going to be doing this job successfully forever because the shit is constantly evolving, and it's just. So, what's it like being, uh, you know, in in infosec or information security? What are, what is the term for it anyway? Is that uh, right? Yeah, I guess so. It depends. Like, like you know, every from every company is different. Some people call it like. Um, um, Cybersecurity, some people call it information security, some people just call it security. SecOps, um, SecOps. SecOps, yeah, SecOps, or. or um, That's uh, dirty. I, that I, I, think, dirty. I, think, uh, I think Salesforce Salesforce calls it trust. Nice. Something like, mm. something like yeah, trust right. and privacy or something like that. Depends on right. every company. Every company right. tries to be a little different. And, like, you know, um, so it's it's like, you know, one, remember that. Um, analogy about being the ups guy well i think everyone hates me now so <laughs> you're like a tax auditor you're like a yeah, irs I'm like, guy i'm like i'm like yeah. why are you doing this why are you why are you why are you sending pictures of this person out to the to so you are so you're like internal cop that's what your current okay so so we, we we're not going to mention where you work at now but yeah. but your role is the same essentially as from last time I saw you. It, it, like, what do you do in your company? The company that he works at is a is a well known, uh, kind of a hipster exercise company. Let's just leave I it at that. Say hipster. It's more like for rich old people, but you know, rich older people like us our age. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. like yeah. Okay. So like you know, my role is like you know, I I um, I write a lot of um, I write a lot of. I work with a lot of things. Basically, I do a lot of like you know hardening of our internal processes and our cloud infrastructure. I build like you know right mm-hmm. things. I do a lot of work in Terraform. Yep, Terraform. What's I'm Terraform? familiar with that. What's Terraform's that? Like I don't, a, it's never like, heard um, of it. It's basically like a. Um, is it? I guess you could say it's, it's almost like configuration management or. or oh, like uh, Chef or Puppet, one of those. Or, no, it's actually infrastructure as code. So you're like you know. Um, okay. Infrastructure like, as code. That's correct. Yeah, that's what it is. This is infrastructure as code. So I read a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of it. It's almost like YAML, like a little bit. Got yep. it. Got it. And you know, I write a lot of Terraform to do, to do a lot of automation to like you know, spin up new um, infrastructure that does a lot, of, a lot of security, like you know, pulling logs or um, uh, pulling APIs, you know, to um, pull data and send it to our security operations. Team You're kind of like the watcher. You're kind of like watching, overseeing all the shit that's just happening. Yeah. Is yeah. That, is also, a... I guess so. Yeah. And also, I'm like you know, I'm also like. Part Batman have to do investigations and like you know. Of course you are. How, you were always how, like, Batman. You know, investigate yeah. how these, how things get leaked and like you know and also um. You know also like you know helping our analysts like working with our analysts to like hey you know maybe like. Um, helping them like piece together the puzzles and stuff like that. So you know my my job it changes every day. It's um it's still a small company even though we're like you know now a big company. In the mm-hmm. sense that, like you know, our team still works closely together, and like you know, I I, I have like two people that work under me, and I'll probably have two more soon. Mm-hmm. And you know, so basically, I'm more, um, they're like trying to trying to be they're trying to push me toward middle management right now. So like, you know, right, I, I'd probably be how less do, hands do, off. And look, how do you feel about like, that? I don't, I'm not a fan, but you know, but I always tell my boss, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, like I'm literally like a few years from retirement right now because you know. Because it was equity, you know. So, because <laughs> you're because you're fucking rich as fuck. Unbelie- oh, that's another thing we should actually. Maybe that's the name of the episode. Ricky Lee is, is rich as fuck. Um, <laughs> a new Ricky Lee's got like more money. Than I'm, I'm a Manhattan lower middle class. That's what I am. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm like Staten Island rich. Right, right. Um, do you like your job? Yeah. Do you like job, what yeah. you do? What do you yeah. like about what do you like about doing that like information security stuff? What is it about um, it that you like? It's um, well, it, I I say you know I like my job where 
I am. Because I, if I worked in a bank, I'd probably be doing the same damn thing every day, and I'll probably kill myself yep. and hate myself. It, like the fact that I work at a tech company that lets me do whatever I want, and I, I help define the direction or where we want to go with the security program is great. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Now your you co- your company's um, great. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Someday I hope to afford one of those things because I'm not rich <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. I hope um, you <laughs> thanks, Ricky. Uh, do you uh, do you go to like conferences? Where do you meet people like you and like learn the new shit? Because this shit's always evolving, right? Continuously changing. How do you do Sur- this? Surprisingly, Slack. Slack. Yeah. Really? So how, how does that? Slack. So how does that work? You just in a so few teams get, and then yeah, you know, remember, you know, I get invited to a lot of Slack channels for like private Slack channels of like other people that work in the same industry. So that's that's, that's how I meet people. You know, I, it's hmm. funny because I I've never. I've only met these people like once a year, maybe when we go like, so we go to like DEF CON and like Black Hat. DEF CON. Yeah. So, What's your craziest yeah. DEF CON story? Yes. Uh, my craziest DEF CON story. Let's see. Okay. This was two years ago, actually. Um, okay. So um, I'm meeting like uh, Nick, Nicky V, Nick, Nick VJ. Yeah. Yeah. For And he has like, you know, all he has this dinner where he's like, he invites all these other people that want to do a fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. And like, um, and you know, it's supposed to be, you know, we all pay out of pocket. And like, you know, I meet this guy. He sits next to me. He starts talking to me. He's like the southern guy. Like, you know, um, he's like he's like southern smart, like super 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 fucking smart. And like, it's like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by southern? Smart? Yeah, I never heard that term. It's like it's like um, actually, I tried the wrong term for it, but like, <laughs> you would think he's dumb by the way he talks, but he's fucking. Oh, okay, he's, he's oh he's, yeah, right. So I, Got it. No that's, offense, but that's prejudice. No. Yeah. Go ahead. But okay. yeah, well, super thick accent, you know, so like, okay, right. And but super friendly guy, really nice dude. And like, um, wait, did he? I, I'm envisioning like he wore, wore a bow tie and was wearing like a seersucker suit. Is that accurate? No, it's and he was like, like, I do declare, I can no, it's, port no, scan. It's more like he, he, looked like he drives a pickup truck in, like, oh, and like, yeah, okay. And he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, had dip in his mouth, like uh, chewing yeah. tobacco or something. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, but okay. he was like, you know, he was like, you know, it was his last two days at his job, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, he hasn't done any drugs in like, oh god, probably like what five or six years. So like I'm saying, hey, you know, have an edible and like you know, and he ate the whole thing. And, um, wait, wait, wait! Whoa. You offered an edible to him? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it was like it was like ten milligrams, I think. Ten milligrams, nothing. Gum. Yeah, 10 no, ten milligrams. Gummy. No, ten milligram gummy will fuck you up if you don't know if what with, what you. Yeah, yeah, so he had no, a game it's, of 10 milligrams. It's fine. I had a 35 milligram gummy, and, and that was not a good time. Well, Nick, let's not talk about your, your callus for weed right now, okay? Because I don't think, so I don't like, think you know, our listeners. So, like, you know, this guy's like, you know, he's like having a great time, you know. Yeah. And he's ordering magnums of like wine. Oh, and, Jesus. Like, oh, now he's and, doubling up on alcohol. Like $250 alcohol. Good. He's just buying it because he's like, he's, and like, you know. And, um, and like, you know, it's a, it's a multi course meal. It's like a suckling pig meal. Jesus. It's like suckling pig and it's like fancy at a fancy meal. And like, yeah, I give it to him. And like, he's like, you know, have a great time. Then all of a sudden he just like stops and his face is frozen. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, he's like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. And this other guy gets him into a cab. And then before he Wait. leaves, before he leaves, Nick's like, hey, your card's. Hey, take, Nick takes his both his both his Amex cards and pays for the whole entire meal. Because he was are you kidding me? Yeah, paid for the entire meal. It's like a, probably like a two thousand three thousand dollar meal. <laughs> well played, Nicky V. Yeah. That's great. Um, whether or great. not that got resolved after is is unknown, but that's that was a baller move. Yeah, well, yes. ball move. that was a ball. I mean, move. I mean, also it sounds like he was the one doing all like the uh, you know the high roller ordering of, of the magnums. So yeah, yeah like leave I mean, you know, car. And, and I still, I still, I talk, I talk to him recently on Slack too. Okay, <laughs> I make fun of the, I make, I, I bring up the edible all the time. So he's not, like, you know, he's not, he didn't, no hard feelings. Where was know? that that well, con? It was in Vegas. It was in. Oh uh, Jesus! Yeah. Is it always in Vegas? I have no idea. Vegas. Yeah. Okay, I see. That's well, I just like just just so you know, he used to work at my current company. 
Who? Nikki V. This guy? Nikki V. Nikki V worked at your this is another Venn diagram that's, that's happening. Right. Wait, that's you're right. at the are you at the toss up group or whatever? Oh, I'm at the yeah, cryptocurrency. We don't, we don't say company exchange. names. The company okay. I'm at the cryptocurrency exchange. Oh, uh, okay. He used oh, to work where at. my where my other manager came, left? Is is it now? That is correct. Okay. My God, what an what an incestuous world we live in. <laughs> one day, each other's sisters. One day, I'm going to have an intellectuals barbecue, and everyone who's ever been a guest, and all the little connections are going to be there. After this yeah. coronavirus shit has passed us. Oh my God, I, would, I have to say, you have to thank your your bud, your that guy that you're working for right now, because like I wouldn't be here where I am too. You know, that's great. That's great. Uh, I don't know who it is you're talking about. Poop. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Wait, no. Yeah. So that's not. So that's not true. Because that's not where Nick. Nick doesn't. Nick is not at the place with him. Right. Who are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll we'll settle this after. We'll settle this after. Same, it's not the oh, wait, same person. Oh, you're, oh wait. You're the other There's more than place. one cryptocurrency company where people are at, Ricky. Oh, you're at the crypto place. Okay, I know. Okay. Right, 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 right. Wow. I, I think I, now I now this now whole conversation is a mystery to me. Uh, now well, I know. I now, now I know where you are. Okay, okay, dude. That's fine. We should I have that I... guy on the pod. I think he'd be great to have on the pod. Totally. The guy, the guy that yeah, he's he's a piece of work. Okay. So, um, by the way, Ricky, have you heard any of the podcast before? Have you heard? Did you listen uh, no, to any I haven't. of them? I, so, so you know, I I, listen, I used to listen to like multiple podcasts a day when I walked to work, and since, right. since the pandemic started, I haven't listened to any podcast. Yeah, we recommend. Yeah. Do you do dishes? Do you wash dishes? <laughs> um, no, I just throw everything in a dishwasher. Oh, do you do anything where you just like you just don't want to think too much and just want to hear a couple of idiots talk? Do you do anything like that at uh, home? At home, what's your regular day to day like? My days is you know I wake up at like eight, you know, seven or eight to work, and like work yeah. through the day and like you know work out and. Wait, where do you work out? Oh, you work out on your device from the yes, company? on my device, my connected fitness device. <laughs> Right. Uh huh. And you know, work out and take my kid for an afternoon walk and the dog for a walk and make dinner and eat or grab takeout and ultimately that ultimately, Ricky, that is all that matters is to take the kid and the dog for a walk. That is all. I have a very very boring life. Um, I go to bed like nine thirty, normally ten o'clock. That's great. I go to bed at 9 30, 10 o'clock now. Nikki, Nikki, talk about your new, your new, uh, something changed in the way that you structure your days. Oh. Since we started the podcast, even. I mean, you want to talk to me about that? Yeah, because let's talk about that. Why not? I mean, we can, because it sounds like it's similar to Ricky's. Yeah, I, um, I decided at night, all I do is drink and eat until I fall asleep and pass out. (laughs) So I decided. The best and simplest way to improve my life is to go to bed before all that shit happens and wake up at 5 a.m. and read and work on my fucking book, get prepped for work, make an omelet for my beautiful wife, walk the dog, maybe take the kid to school because he forgot to get on a bus or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> and then show up for work, you know, eight, nine o'clock, having like three hours, four hours of uh, leisure time. Oh, and also spend, you know, half hour, 45 minutes on an exercise instrument. Oh, that we're familiar with. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's my, that's my new life. It's pretty good. Pretty life. much. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't really have like like me time that much, you know. It's mm. uh, well, may I recommend if you do find some me time to listen to the intellectuals yeah, that's right. that me time. <laughs> yeah, like, but I guess you know, if whatever me time I have, my kid wants me to like either play play yeah. video games with him, or he wants me to like yeah uh, read with him, good. or he wants me to lie down with him. That is the best way to spend your time. The absolute yeah. best way to spend your time. Trust I, me. I think, I think there's a phase when they, I think there's a phase, I think after the, after like when you're eight years old, where they don't want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> they start to distance themselves. They start getting a little more independent, it's, you know? I found it's more like but they 14, don't, they, 15, yeah. But, yeah, they yeah. don't like tell totally fuck off. You know, it's not like that. Um, 
So, Ricky, I remember I visited you, obviously, pre-COVID. I, I went to your apartment one day. I was walking around the East Village where you live. And I was just like, it was like a Saturday. I was in New York. And I literally was like, oh, Ricky lives around here. I texted you. And you're like, yeah, come on over. And I went to see, I went to, I went to the Ricky house. And he was like, oh, you know, I didn't prepare anything, you know. Obviously, the same feelings that you would have if your apartment is just being lived in and it's not like guest perfection. And so, for some reason, Ricky thought he had to impress me. But it was lovely and it was beautiful because, you know, I, I used to live in New York and everything's everything is just a mess all the time because you have no closets, you have no place to put things. So it was like an explosion happened and it felt very familiar to me because I lived exactly like that. So there was nothing to be. But what I do remember is that your kid, who was probably like two Two and a half at the time. How old's your kid no, now? He was like, I think, I think, I think he's six now. He's like, that was, I think he was like four. Oh, you're right, you're right, right, you're right. That's right, that's right. He was all there. He, he was like four or five. That's right. He loved Ghostbusters. And it was all like these Ghostbusters paraphernalia all over the place. Wow. Right? Am I making that yeah, up? We had, we, yeah, we had like, uh, we have um, the, the place dozens and dozens it. and dozens of like the ectoplasm, the ecto playsets. The classic, like you know, um, do you have the Stay Fresh, what, Stay, yeah, stay ready, puff. Yeah, puff, we have Stay puff. Puff, Marshmallow Man. I don't know what everything, it Nikki, everything that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> the costumes and he has a proton pack costume. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still into that? No, uh, no, no, yeah, no. He's yeah. in the he's in the Godzilla and King Kong now. All of a sudden, really empowering. Wait, you. S- you said you play video games. Okay, let's go. Let's explore video games. You say he plays video games now. You yeah. used to be a big gamer. Are you still gaming? Um, no, not really. I mean, I play like you know whatever. Like you know, I played the Spider Man game that came out on the PlayStation. 5. What are you? Your PlayStation. You've always been a PlayStation guy, right? Never Xbox. I was Xbox for a short time. Okay. So what what video games do you play with your kid? Um, Mario Kart. Mario Kart, and he loves um. This free game, actually, we got it for free. It was like the PlayStation's free game of the month. It's a shark simulator. Oh, you basically, uh, it's called Man Man Eater. I think. It's mm-hmm. around eating eating fish, and then um, the Coast Guard goes after you. And you try to eat the Coast Guard, you know. Oh, nice! Wow, hero, that sounds this awesome. Anti-hero. It's and it's actually pretty good because it's a, it's um, narrated by Chris Parnell. Uh huh. So uh-huh. it's actually pretty wow. funny. It's actually it's like the best free game ever got. Now, if you is it like a you, demo? Um, is it a demo or like no, it's a free, a f- wow? It's like cool. um, if you're a PlayStation member, you get uh, I uh, see. Got it. You get like a monthly game for like two games a month for free. Right. I have a question. You can add, what's up? Do the sharks evolve? Yes, they do. How so? No, you. Okay. It's not realistic, but they evolve, and you get like stronger, stronger fangs. You can get you can electrify yourself like an eel. I mean, it's not realistic, but you know. No, what, what, what I want to know is, is the ultimate evolution a Sharknado? I don't know. Oh, yeah, so, so my kid got into sharks. Like, he, he started, like... Oh, sharks is a new Ghostbusters? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. into Sharknado. You, you watch, we, watched like, we watched, like, all six Sharknado movies. What? There's six Sharknado movies? I've never seen any of them. That's right. Yeah. Have you seen any, Nick? No, but I know that there's it's been whole sequels. Thing. It's a whole I know that there's been sequels. It's, what's it's, your it's, which it's, one's what's the best if we ask your son what the best Sharknado is out of the six which one would we say? I don't know. I think the, maybe the one. one where the one where Tara Reid gets a robot arm. I can't remember which one that was. <laughs> she comes. She apparently died in one of them, and she came back with a robot arm alive. Oh, like a Terminator yeah. in a way. It's like yes. a Terminator kind of spliced storyline. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Uh. Okay, so sorry, we we we, t- we took a weird turn there, talking about work, and then we ended up in Sharknado and Tara Reid. <laughs> Fucking amazing how that happened. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so Rick, what time you? So you're waking up early, like Nick, at five in the morning, or because you are going to bed early, but yeah, are you going? Like to, sometimes I wake up at five, six. You know. That's Great. amazing. So you guys wake up when it's dark outside. You have no problem getting up at night. Uh, That's right. It, 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 how do you? What's what's the first thought in your mind getting up? At five in the morning. Well, I'll let gotta, Ricky answer pee. that first. Yeah, I, I got to pee. pee. That's it? Oh, so you have a small bladder? Do you hack? Because this is a hack that I used to do, which is if I have to get up early, I used to drink a lot of water before I went to bed. That was like a hack. That was a life hack before it was a thing. But you just do that all the time? Just have a small bladder? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I have a small bladder. It's kind of, you know, <laughs> it comes with getting old, you know? It's true. How old is I don't you, know. Ricky, if you don't mind me asking? I'll be 45 this year. 
Jesus, you're a fucking ancient. My God. No, what do you mean? <laughs> He's a baby. He's a baby. He's a baby. So yeah, like, you know, wake, wake up and you know. And recently, I just started going back to sleep. Oh, so you don't uh, get so you don't get up. So you don't stay up. He's, not, he's an early riser at heart, but his lifestyle doesn't allow it. But like you know, I'll, I'll so be up at seven. It's he gets up early, five a.m. Like his genes are telling him to. But then he also right. likes to play video games till one a.m. So he, you know, he doesn't wake up till seven. Does I think. That make sense? I think. I think that's fair. I would. I mean, I would be asking that whole thing, but I was just wondering if that resonated. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't stay up that late anymore. But I definitely uh, wake up a little earlier and then go to sleep and then. Yeah. I go to go to the restroom and sometimes I'll I'll stay up and start watching the news and making coffee. Right. Um, right. Ricky, you mentioned earlier that you you get a lot of takeout now. Is that what you're doing for food to keep your food snobbery going? Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah I'm getting takeout. I should be cooking more, but. How many days a week you think you're getting takeout versus cooking? Probably like, uh, so probably like two or three days a week. Okay, that's not terrible. That's not. Like, that's you know, not. That's pretty good. What do you What do you cook? What's your go to? Give me some like meal ideas when you cook at home. It's, it's boring. It's like you know arugula salads and like with parmesan and tomatoes and. Just assembling things, nothing like uh, you're not like uh, changing chemistry of things by so, like, putting you know, them in heat. So, so like you know, it's kind of weird. But in the beginning of um, COVID, I was like, I was in this weird survival mode where I was like vacuum sealing meats and like doing a lot <laughs> wow. of glazing and like sous viding and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I was like hoarding. I was hoarding things like mac and cheese and like, and I was actually doing a lot of cooking. You know, I mean, I think that's very smart to do. Yeah. I was baking and like vacuum sealing things and like braising meats and vacuum sealing them and stuff. Sure. Like that. Now I'm like, you know, I'm just like, you know, life is almost back to normal. You take out and like, I've like, um, I'm my, my, my pantry's not fully as fully stocked as it was. And like, you know, right. I don't have a, I don't have like bottles of water and tons right. of toilet paper like I was in the right. beginning, but you know, right, 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 right. Like um, it's New York. I'm, things are back. It's like you know, things are like semi-normal. Well, the new normal. I heard. You know? I watched the uh, I watched the Knicks uh, game last night. I'm a Warriors fan now, but I watched the the Warriors were playing at, at the Garden last night, and they were allowing people in. I mean, it was like, yeah, you know, a fraction of the actual people, but like there were fans in the stands. It was the first time I've seen that. That must be great. Like things are coming back to normal. It's, it's yeah, really- and the Knicks are great this year. I know it's it's great. I mean, they 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 lost last night, but they I watched the previous game they played the Warriors and they were fucking awesome. They beat the shit out of them. They were they were yeah. great. Wow, they got a lot of heart. Yeah, it's nice to see the Knicks actually doing all right for a change. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're, uh, they're a scrappy bunch of uh, I would say they're overachievers right now. But you know, yeah, but it's 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 it's, it's good to be a fan of a bunch of overachievers. Absolutely, it's my favorite. Um. So yeah, we're 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 getting to the the tail end here of our of our chat here, Ricky. Um, tell us what you're excited about for the future. Anything anything you're looking forward to? Anything yeah, you like? Want, yeah, I just want to. I just want to get out and get out again. You know, like yeah, get out I where? Mean, where are you gonna go? Um, you know, I just want. I can't wait to get vaccinated and like be able to like catch a flight to San Francisco again. You know, and go visit you and. Uh, Yep, and Jason and Sweaty Jay and like you know, Sweaty. <laughs> Ricky Ricky came to visit me. Like it must have been like two and a half years ago, right, or something. Like at three, almost three, maybe three years three. ago. Yeah, was three. that was super cool. You like called me out of the blue. You're like, hey, I'm going to be in SF. You want to hang out? I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. So he came to Berkeley, and we did like you know, we took the dog out for a walk. Nick, you should know this because I've done it with Nick a few times. Absolutely. We walked to downtown Berkeley. We got a nice meal. It was cool. It was a good what, night. It was Tony, nice to I see got, you. I got to say, what's amazing about you, and I'm sure Ricky experienced the exact same thing, is that we come to your town. You're like, I'm all yours. Yeah, let's do now, something. I know you're not all yours. Yeah. You got your family. You got everything going on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you make it seem like we're all yours. Well, you know what it's right, like. When people, when people come visit you, know, you, I, I, you I think, look I think at credit, your... I think it's credit to Allie, I think. Oh yeah, give I mean, a lot of credit to Allie because she's like 100. She she's like she knows how to ma- she knows how to ma- PMO that house. Thousand <laughs> you know? percent, she knows exactly yeah. what to do. But 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 the thing about um you know entertaining any guest that comes to town is like 
they come here and now you ha you have the luxury as the host as the tour guide to look at the t your town that you're kind of bored at already at through their eyes and you're like yeah yeah isn't that isn't that house cool i never actually haven't thought about it in a while but isn't it weird how they have like a bunch of garbage outside of their house and they think that's art like like <laughs> You know, everything is like new and fresh again. That's, you know, it's part of the part. It, it's easy to do that, Nick. Be a, if you have good friends like I do, and and you guys are, are, you know, thank you for being great friends. And B, it's just like I live in an interesting town, so it's it's easy to do that. It's just like let's just go explore. We're gonna yeah. get up into you know some yeah. hijinks. That's, That's right. always the case. That's right. So yeah, you guys are always welcome. Most of the listeners of this show, because there aren't many, are also <laughs> welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> if this thing ever takes off. That offer does not stand. So. <laughs> Lawyer however, I will, however, I will produce a, uh, a a Google Doc that I will share with you to visit some highlights that I like. Boom. But now, yeah. but now it's it's time for the end of our show. So, Ricky, is there any parting words you want to give the four or five listeners that we have on this? Anything you want to say? And you don't have to have anything prepared. You could just speak speak off the cuff, as they say. I guess you know. Um, I guess I love all the listeners. I love all you, all Wait, of you. Because um, so you love especially, everybody, especially the ones that no, just the listeners. Because like I, I assume they're good people because they're friends of yours. So. Fair enough. Oh, and they're listening to you so because sweet. they saw your name in the title. So, so yeah, so you love them back as they love yeah. you. Um, that's right. Well, that's a beautiful. That's circle. great. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Ricky, that, for for being on the show, and thank you for um, for just being awesome. And you're welcome for giving you your career and, 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 and owing everything that you have to me. That's great. That's great. That's great. And, uh, and yeah, and we will see you guys and gals next week. Bye. That's great. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.